BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Hi, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, in a minute, we'll get to Senator Tom Cotton, who I'm very fond of from Arkansas. He's turned out to be a great senator and a real fighter uh, from the great state of Arkansas. Um, and he's leading an effort to defund Biden's uh, Department of Homeland Security Disinformation Board. Um, you know, the, Mayorkas goes up to Capitol Hill and... You know, Senator Kennedy, Senator Hawley, they just they just smash him into the ground. Listen to this. When the department picked her, did did it know that she had said that Mr. Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian disinformation? I was not aware of that. Uh, We do not discuss the internal hiring process. Here's my question to you. If your intent was to combat misinformation online or in the government, why on God's green earth would you nominate someone who is a human geyser of misinformation? Um, Senator, um, I, I am ultimately responsible for the hiring of Ms. Jankowitz uh, to be the executive director of the Disinformation Governance Board. In my capacity as the secretary, why did you choose I, I her? Bear I bear responsibility uh, for that. Um, I understand that she is uh, an expert in disinformation. Yes, indeed, spreading it. And she will have an obligation to execute her responsibilities in a nonpartisan way. Were you aware of these? Were you aware of this information when you chose her? Everything I've just shown you? I was not. How could you not be? Uh, uh, Did you do any research on her? Senator, Senator, uh, I will not uh, discuss the internal workings of the hiring process. She's the biggest purveyor of disinformation in the entire country. Now, to Senator Tom Cotton's uh, uh, bill, he's leading the GOP bill to defund this Biden 
DHS Disinformation Governance Board, or as we affectionately call it here, the Biden Ministry of Truth. Uh, and what he wants to do is prevent funds from going towards any other similar entity established by the Department of Homeland Security. Remember, created after 9-11 to stop terrorism. We have chaos at our borders and we're doing zero background checks, zero health checks in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, we have no idea who's coming in this country on any given day. We just facilitate the and aiding and abetting and law breaking and then give free transportation and dumb people in the dark of the night into this state, that state and pretty much every state. It's unbelievable. Anyway, Senator Tom Cotton's back with us. How are you, sir? I'm very good, Sean. It's good to be back on with you. Uh, and yes, I, I think that this new so-called disinformation governance board is appropriately called the Biden Ministry of Truth, and your tax dollars should not be going to fund any such board. Disinformation is any fact that's inconvenient to Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. Uh, let's not forget that she also accused people like me who said early in the pandemic that this virus might well have originated in the Wuhan labs of spreading disinformation. Um, and xenophobia, while she was praising the Chinese Communist Party for its success in suppressing the virus, where they're now locking down cities with tens of millions of people. Uh, it's just one more example of why we should never have the government in the business of refereeing opinions in political debates. The solution to speech that you don't like is not to have some mentally disturbed person like Nina Jankowitz exercising government power to suppress that speech is to have more, better, and more persuasive speech. Yeah, well, and, and I don't think it's the government that ought to be running it. Uh, it sounds like a government crackdown on freedom of speech. Look, I've been in radio 35 years, Senator, and the fairness doctrine has been on, on the table with the left to shut down conservative talk radio, one of the few outlets where conservatives can actually voice opinions. Uh, I don't know what part of Congress shall make no law abridging freedom of speech, because that's exactly what it would do. Uh, this, you know, you can take this any way you want it. Uh, you have a purveyor of misinformation leading the, the Biden Ministry of Truth. Uh, and now where is this effort to defund Biden's DHS disinformation governance board? Do you think you're going to be successful or any Democrats willing to go along with you? Sean, I think that uh, Chuck Schumer will go out of his way and bend over backwards to prevent a vote on this piece of legislation because many Democrats who are vulnerable for re-election this year don't really want anything to do with this minister of truth or this woman who appears to be mentally unstable if you review her social media. But then again, that Wait a minute, you, you didn't like her rendition of supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll have to ask my, my five-year-old how to pronounce that since he's watched that man. movie so many times, John. That was but so I, bizarre, I, man. That was, that was really I, weird. It's just so strange. But i got to say, I mean, there's a lot of Biden nominees who appear to be mentally unstable if you look at their social media accounts over the last seven years. But if we get a vote on, uh, on this bill on the Senate floor, I believe we'll get some uh, Democratic votes because, again, they don't want any Thing to do with defending this person or defending this board. Now, Chuck Schumer, of course, is going to go out of his way to try to stop a vote. But if they want to move forward, for instance, another coronavirus spending bill, or once we get to the original spending bills, I'm going to work very hard to get a vote because your tax dollars should not be supporting a ministry of truth to referee political debates, especially in the height of a campaign season. It's pretty unbelievable to me. Now, what do you think about Mayorkas? Now, here we have the worst situation at the border we've ever had. And he picks a somebody that as a purveyor of disinformation herself to run this this DHS disinformation governance board, Ministry of Truth. 
and then says, well, we're not going to talk about the hiring practices. And he didn't know a single thing uh, about uh, Jankowitz and her background of being a purveyor of misinformation. How is it possible they hire a person for this important position and not know a thing about her? Yeah, um, Sean, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, on the one hand, you can't say that, you know, we, we've got the border under such good control and we've got the opioid crisis under good control that we can worry about refereeing political disputes. But on the other hand, say, well, I didn't understand anything about the woman we hired to referee those disputes. You can't have it both ways. It's just one more example of how Alejandro Mayorkas was hired not to um, – uh, try to stop this flow of migrants across the border. He was hired to facilitate it. That's what he says his goal is. He wasn't hired to ensure that uh, we respected free speech, especially especially from a department that's focused on national security. You know, this is not, say, the Federal Trade Commission regulating false advertising. This is the Department of Homeland Security with all of its powers regulating free speech. This is exactly the kind of thing he was hired to do. Well, I mean, it's pretty amazing to me. Now, let me ask you a question. You're you're a lawmaker. Uh, we have laws on the books. Uh, the law says you're not allowed to enter the United States illegally. I'm sure you could cite the statute off off the top of your head. But we have laws that you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to aid and abet law breaking. But that has now pretty much become the policy of the Biden administration. And Mayorkas is facilitating all of this law breaking, aiding and abetting and law breaking. And all they're doing is processing people that enter the country illegally, and then they're giving them free transportation uh, to the state of their choice. We're paying for that, too. And then they get preferential treatment because there's no COVID tests or vaccine mandates for illegal immigrants. Jen Psaki said at the time, because they're not going to be here very long. That didn't turn out to be true at all. Um, here, meaning that spot in Texas or, or Arizona, wherever they came in illegally, and my question is, if I went down to the border, I helped somebody cross the border, I put them in the car or truck that I was driving, and I transported them to another state, would I not be guilty of aiding and abetting law-breaking, and would I not be guilty of human trafficking? Well, Sean, Sean you should be. But in this administration, you'd probably be given an award and probably a government grant. I mean, that's what a lot of left-wing nonprofits have been doing for years exactly that kind of activity um, and as you say that when they talk about what they're doing at the border how they're surging resources to the border they're not surging resources to help the border patrol secure our border they are surging resources to help process the entry of all those illegal migrants into our country sean it's so bad that they're even talking about sending doctors and nurses from the department of defense and the va to our border people who are supposed to be dedicated to serving our troops and their families and our veterans might end up going to the border to help illegal migrants instead at a time when backlogs at va clinics all across arkansas um, are alarming it just again it goes to show the deep ideological commitment of this party to open borders remember in that debate sean in miami in the 2020 presidential cycle when one of the moderators asked should we uh uh decriminalize the illegal crossing of our southern border. And almost every candidate, to include Kamala Harris, raised their hand. And Joe Biden kind of like half-heartedly, sheepishly raised his hand after looking around and then lowered his hand, didn't know which way to go. But his policy has been, from the campaign, a de facto policy of open borders. It's pretty unbelievable. Now, have uh, people, uh, have any of these plane, uh, planes full of illegal immigrants, have any of them landed in Arkansas? Sean, to our knowledge, we haven't. 
however, we are close enough to the border that we clearly see the brunt of it, not just in the illegal migrants that show up in our communities uh, and work to undercut jobs and wages uh, for Arkansas's workers. In many cases, the very legal immigrants who came here years ago after doing it the right thing, but also in disturbing increases in drug use, especially fentanyl and other synthetic opioid uses as well. I mean, it's very easy for these migrants once they cross the border to get in a car and drive a few hours up the road into Arkansas. When you have when you have 200,000 illegals cross our border every month, Sean, every state is a border state and every town is a border town. It's true. And I, and you know what they're doing? I can tell you in New York, they're not landing at LaGuardia. They're not landing at Kennedy Airport. They're not landing uh, in Newark, New Jersey. They're landing in Westchester Airport at two or three or four in the morning uh, because they know people won't be watching and they won't witness all of this. So they've been hiding it. And when Peter Ducey questioned the soon to be ex uh, White House uh, uh, press secretary, Jen Circleback Saki, uh, and, and pressed hard. I said, well, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., we, we call that an early morning flight. Um, I don't call that an early morning flight. Do you, Senator? I call that a... I, yeah. No, I call that a dark of night. Yeah, exactly. And you're, and you're right that they're going into remote airports. But, you know, when when they fly into a fancy neighborhood like Westchester, Sean, because it's uh, not got a lot of traffic in the dark of night, what do you want to bet that all those illegal aliens don't stick around Westchester? Uh, uh, I don't... In Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton's neighborhood. Just like that, they don't go to Silicon Valley and they don't go to Bethesda and Chevy Chase in the suburbs of Washington, D.C. All right, quick break. We'll come back. More with Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas on the other side. Then your calls, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. 
Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. All right, we continue our final moments with Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas. You know, it's pretty amazing that they seem to be picking individual states. Now, in the state of Texas, Governor Abbott, I think very smartly, decided that he's going to take all the illegal immigrants that they apprehend, put them on a bus, and send them to Washington, D.C. Ron DeSantis in Florida, well, he's taking illegal immigrants that are are dropped in his state, and he's sending them to Delaware, Joe's home state. Uh, and I think every state should be doing something similar. If, if they're going to break the law and assist in breaking the law, then they ought to be responsible for the people that, that they brought into the country illegally. Yeah, and, and, Sean, the only thing better than that would be to put them on a bus and send them back to the country of origin. And that's what Joe Biden should be. That's what Donald did. All trying to remember, they're not running from the border patrol for the most part. They're running to the border patrol to make bogus claims of asylum, when in reality they are economic migrants simply looking for better jobs and a better way of life. I understand that, but that doesn't mean that we can accept and tolerate it. These countries should, or these migrants should be required to remain in Mexico or, better yet, remain in their home country if they want to pursue a claim of asylum. That alone, returning that simple policy that we implemented in the Trump era, would shut down the vast majority of the illegal border crossing we see right now. Every single problem could have been prevented. The crisis at the border, keep the Trump policies. Energy independence, keep the Trump policies. 40-year high of inflation, we could have kept the Trump energy and economic policies. Uh, if they would have stayed on Donald Trump's timeline to pull out of Afghanistan, we would have gotten everybody we needed to get out, and we would have gotten our military equipment back, the, the $80 billion estimate of our high-tech equipment. Um, all of this happening in such a short period of time, and as much as I predicted a lot of this would happen, I never thought it would go this bad this fast. Did you? Well, I knew that it would be really bad, uh, Sean, because as bad as Barack Obama was, in some ways, Joe Biden as his vice president was even worse, egging him on to make even more foolish choices. And then when you had uh, Joe Biden take office and you saw the kinds of people that he was nominating, like this Nina Jankowicz woman, like Alejandro Mayorkas, you realize that, that whatever his... Whatever his abilities, he was surrounding himself with far-left progressives um, who wanted to use the power of the federal government, in many cases weaponize the power of the federal government, to achieve their ideological goals and, if necessary, steamroll their political opponents. It's some um, These are unbelievable times, Senator. We need voices like yours. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to be on radio, TV when you join us as well. Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas, thank you, sir, for being with us. Thank you, Sean. Great to be on with you. Happy weekend to you and your listeners. You too, sir. Quick break right back. Your call's on the other side. Straight ahead. All right, 25 till the top of the hour. Joe's not having a particularly good day. Uh, so Jill Biden goes to Joe. She's with him feeding him information. Uh, did you see Naomi? I didn't see my own Naomi. She's right here. How can you miss her? Joe says, oh, that's my that's uh, my uh, granddaughter, my oldest daughter, oldest uh, granddaughter. 
uh, I can't see. Then it seems like he doesn't know the name. Jill Biden had to prompt the memory of Joe Biden in terms of, I guess, he's, she's married and the name of the, the son-in-law. Anyway, listen, or grandson-in-law. And, sec- and Secretary of Education, Miguel Cardona, where are you, Miguel? Yeah, where is my... He says, there he is. He's oh, educating people I'm, in the back. There I'm you go. Miguel. You say Naomi, too? Oh, do I, I didn't see Naomi. She's over here. How can you miss her? Well, I, I tell you what, hey, Naomi, how are you? <laughs> That's my granddaughter, my oldest, our oldest granddaughter. And, and her fiancé. I can't see. And Peter. And Peter. Well, you all have to know all this, you know. It's really important. <laughs> and then, of course, he made the comment, announced that he sleeps with a teacher every night. I'm like, all right, Creepy Joe is back. You know, uh, along with all the mayors, how many mayors are here today? American mayors. All right. And how many diplomats are here from various parts of the world? Uh, You can raise your hand. It's okay. You don't want to be seen. It's like, you know, I don't know. Not sure he wants to, you know. And how, how many advocates and community leaders are here? All right. You know, teachers, I, you know, I sleep with the teacher every night. Same one. Same one. <laughs> if I didn't like teachers, I'd be sleeping alone. <laughs> I'd be in a, <laughs> a different place. <laughs> All right, I'll give him a little prop for a minor humor moment from Joe Biden. All right, let's get to our phones on this Friday. Mike, happy Friday from New York. Thank you for being with us. Hey, Sean, how are you? I'm good, sir. How are you? Good. I, I, I want to start by uh, saying that um, perhaps you might my, my, no, my dad. My dad was the director of security of the News Corp building. He's retired New York City detective, Jerry. Okay. What's, what, what's his first name? Jerry. Yes, I know him. Great guy. Awesome guy. Yeah, yeah he's a big fan of yours, and he, he's, he's the one who got me into you. Oh, that's uh, really cool. Tell, please yeah, send my best. And I hope he's enjoying his retirement, his well-earned retirement. Yeah, yeah, he's retired and he's uh, he's enjoying it. Um, I, I wanted to start by saying, you know, why are the Republicans playing checkers when the, the Democrats are playing chess and outmaneuvering us at every move? It's like the Republicans, they just hate winning. Well, let me to be a little more specific, because, listen, I'm very critical of Republicans and as optimistic as I am in terms of the possibilities for this midterm. Uh, I'd say never underestimated Republican Party's ability to screw things up. Uh, that's my usual line. What specifically do you think they're behind on? Well, no, I agree with you 100%. This whole thing with the Supreme Court leak, it, it, it's dirty pool, and the Democrats just seem to play dirty pool so much better. The Republicans take the high road, and as... Um, Obama's wife said years ago, they go low, or Hillary said it, they go low, they go high, we go low. And they just love to... I think that was Michelle Obama. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think it was Michelle Obama, correct. But here's my point. They go low, we we go high, I think. And then you have the, you know, uh, Eric Holder version of it. When, 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 they, when they're down, we kick them. All right, so there you go. Love and peace out of the leftist world. But here's another thing. I get into an argument. So I, I actually live in Westchester, and I was listening to you with Tom Cotton. And, yeah, we do have those flights that come into Westchester County, and no, nobody in Westchester or New York wants to talk about it. 
they deny it that it even happens. But those flights come in at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. And I live in Westchester where a lot of these kids are dropped off. And they're in my, they're in my kid's school system now. And the, the politicians refuse to acknowledge it. The school system refuses to acknowledge it. But here's another point. I get into an argument with my friends about this Roe versus Wade thing. And all of my Democratic friends were going crazy saying repealing Roe versus Wade is taking away the right of women to get an abortion. And I'm like, you are completely wrong. All it is doing is turning it back to the states where it belongs. A woman can still get an abortion anywhere in this country. New York has one of the most liberal abortion laws. So does New Jersey. So does California. Those laws are going to remain in effect. Uh, I think a lot of states like New York are signaling that if people want to come to their state, they're going to actually advertise for people to get their abortions in New York if they want, or California or New Jersey. I think New Jersey, if I recall, was one of the states, and there's a number of them that allow abortion up to like just before birth. That, that That's infanticide. Exactly. That's yeah, that's killing yeah. a viable child at that point. And that's what I said. I said, I said to a group of my, I, I, I went to a, a Jesuit university in the Bronx, New York, and I'm on a chat with a bunch of my classmates and i said that i said new york is an evil state that allows you to get an abortion up to the third trimester you're basically killing a viable child and some clown came at me and said more men kill children in a year than women abort children i said you are an absolute fool show me a stat that says men kill children more than we had 62 million children aborted since 1973 show me where men have killed more children then women have aborted children. And 85%, I believe, I, I could be wrong, 85% of aborted children are African-American children. So th- this problem is not a federal problem. It's a state problem. And then it's in the liberal states. It's the blue states that have the biggest. New York and Illinois led the country in abortions. Uh, listen, I'm just telling you, it's just not going to sit. Why, why this is not going to be the big issue in this cycle that the left seems to think it is and why I call it. It's only a distraction because the American people are going to figure it out really quickly. Let's say that the, in fact, they do overturn Roe and Casey and it goes back to the states and then people realize, oh, I could still get the same abortion I was going to get anyway. And it really doesn't change much of anything. What it was from the beginning, it, it, they they provided a right that is not enumerated in the Constitution. That's what made it bad law or it's what or unconstitutional, in my view, from the get go. The states are sure. perfectly able uh, to handle uh, their own state laws, restrictions, requirements, whatever. And every state, I'm sure, will probably end up around where Mississippi is, which is the 15-week mark. 15 weeks. Yeah. And, you know, at that point, if, you know, how do you determine viability? Like in a state like New York, the doctor gets to determine viability. All right. I guarantee I can find 10 doctors in in an hour uh, that would say viability doesn't happen until the baby's born. So that means... Pretty much up until the time of, of birth, you can get an abortion like other states. Uh, that, to me, is infanticide. That's how extreme the Democratic Party has become on this. And then you got the Ralph Northam of, of, of the world. And we know that he actually says, well, first we'll deliver the baby and then decide whether the baby gets to live after the mother c- 
consults with a doctor. That's insanity. Uh, anyway, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Jim is in Utah. What's up, Jim? How are you, sir? Oh, it is such an honor to get to talk to you again. It's only taken 21 years almost. Oh, my gosh. Because I called in on September 10th, 2021, or 2001. When when we syndicated uh, nationally, yeah. And the next day, what happened? The world changed. You were the first caller? I believe I was your first Utah caller. Wow. Uh, I'm very uh, thank you for sticking with me this long. Uh, I really appreciate it. I can't do this without your support, so I appreciate it. You've been a beacon in a dark night that is beginning to see some light with the Roe versus Wade. I was just looking up. Utah has a trigger law that if Roe versus Wade gets overturned, then abortions will be illegal in the state of Utah. With minimal exceptions, uh, I I agree, and I, and this is the strange thing. So, what do you think Utah is going to be? What do you what do you suspect the restrictions will be there? Uh, I don't know what the specifics of the law are, but basically, you will not be able to get an elective abortion in the state of Utah. Let me tell you what's going to happen: people that really want one are going to go to another state. And I think the net. I read. I didn't know this that it had, it evolved into this. Apparently, fully 50%, according to what I read this week, of abortions are people taking two pills. I didn't know that that became the modern way of of handling abortion. I got to imagine that's probably in in the very early stages of pregnancy. Um, I'm not an expert on it. And, you know, the question for me is, you know, when does life begin? Uh, and, and should, does a, something that is growing and alive, growing with a heartbeat and alive with its own heartbeat inside a mother's womb, do we have an obligation as a society, uh, at least at some point to protect, uh, that innocent that represents the, the height of innocence to me? Um, in terms of what's going to happen nationally, I think you're just going to have a breakdown of many states. And there's going to be different laws in every state. You'll have your most liberal states have the most liberal abortion laws. You'll have other states that have restrictions. Uh, I would imagine 15 weeks is where it's going to play out. I agree. It's just so refreshing. And the left is trying to intimidate the court by protesting at the things. You had Senator Leon yesterday, and it was so good to hear from him. And on behalf of most Utah conservatives i apologize for mitt romney and blake moore and we need to get stronger people after the state convention we got to go out to crown burger and celebrate a big win for moore's opponent andrew badger and we got to get good solid conservatives back in office and speaking for the people I love Crown Burger. I have not had one in years. I've got to get back to Salt Lake City to get one. I want to talk to the owner of Crown Burger. I'd like to, I like to have a Crown Burger franchise rights. Uh, that's how much I love it. They put up, they put pastrami on the burger with incredible amounts of cheese. They have incredible shakes, great fries. Um, one of the best burgers I've ever had. It's right up there. In and out burger I like. Crown Burger I like. Um, all I get around here is Shake Shack and McDonald's and, you know, five guys and occasionally and don't Wendy's. Forget the, and don't forget the onion rings. Oh, that's true, too. I love onion rings. I love anything oh. with onions. 
All right, Jim, yeah. appreciate you staying with us all this time. God bless you, my friend. Tell Rod Arquette I said hello, okay? Will do. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Uh, 800-941-SEAN. Mike in Texas. Mike, how are you? Glad you called. I'm good, Sean. How are you doing? I'm good, sir. What's going on? Well, with the whole abortion issue, I just can't believe that I've never heard anybody bring up the lack of rights that the man has in the decision to get an abortion. You know what um, Kristen Gillibrand said today? It's interesting you bring this up. She's the senator from New York speaking directly to American men while making a fervent you know, speech about why she believes the right to an abortion is, an import, is important for women's freedom. I would like to speak to America's men for one minute, she said in a press conference. Imagine you do not have authority over your own body for 10 months. And she made that. And then she says, I don't think a man in America could actually imagine. Um, I think uh, when you really think about it, biologically, to not having control of our body. Having control of the, you shared your body with me, you let me fertilize your body, and now it's all yours to do what you want with. And then if you have a baby, I'm going to be paying for the baby for 18 years, and you're okay with that, but you're not okay with me having any decision on what we do with the baby, whether we have it or not. I kind of think there's a lack of checks and balances there. Listen, it's to conceive a child, you need a male and you need a female, and it's half of each. Um, but it is growing inside a woman's body. Now, what if you have a case where a woman, a guy and a woman, they hook up, they get, she gets pregnant. Should, should the guy have a say? That, I mean, I think it's a fair question. I think women will argue like Gillibrand's arguing that you should have no say because you're not carrying the baby for nine months. So, that's where I think it would go. Anyway, appreciate the call, Mike, in Texas. God bless you, sir. God bless Texas. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern, on the Fox News Channel. We'll watch and see. I know Trump's rally with Dr. Oz is uh, starting in the 8 o'clock hour. If it bleeds over to our hour, uh, I think we'll be covering some of that. We'll watch that. LJ was with us. Charlie Hurt, Tammy Bruce, Joe Concha, Leo 2.0 Terrell, Adam Laxalt, David Perdue, and much, much more. 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News you'll never get from the media mob. We'll see you tonight back here on Monday. Have a great weekend. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One of the best shows of the year, according to Apple, Amazon, and Time, is back for another Rhymed. We had a big bear of a man, he's called Mal Evans, who's on roadie, and uh, <clears throat> I was coming back on the plane, and he said, will you pass the salt and pepper? And I misheard him. <laughs> I said, what? Sergeant Pepper? 
Listen to Season 2 of McCartney, A Life in Lyrics on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.